Hey friends, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. Here, we chat about all things paparazzi. Tips, tricks, suggestions, and weekly challenges. All to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rockstar success. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host today. I am joined today by Andrea Hutchinson. And you guys are just going to love everything that she has to say. She warms my heart from the inside out because she is just such a warm and caring person. Before we get into her information, though, if you want to share this episode, which I know you're going to want to, to get the call transcripts, all the notes, everything that we talk about, head on over to paparockstars.com slash Andrea, and you will get all of that, plus a couple exclusive images that are available just with this call. So again, that's paparockstars.com slash Andrea. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Andrea. She is executive producer with Paparazzi, just brand new elite. Congratulations, Andrea. She is crown 25. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And she has reached life of the party silver. She's been with Paparazzi since July of 2012. Now, a little bit about her personal life. She is actually from Lima, Peru. So you'll see that beautiful golden sun-kissed skin. She always looks like she has a tan. It's great. (laughs) She's only been in, in the United States since 2008. And when she came, she didn't really know English, you guys. So talk about a barrier and a challenge that she had to overcome in her paparazzi business. She didn't know English. <laughs> she had to <laughs> learn that. Um, her only family here is her mom, her brother, and her husband. Andrea is the leader of United Fashionistas, and you can find her online at dreasjewelry.com. I know I found a lot of my party graphics on her website because she has that just available for consultants. So welcome, Andrea. Yay, thank you. I'm excited to be here. So we're going to start out with what is your paparazzi why? Why do you do paparazzi? Okay, so in 2012, um, I was going to college. I was going for education. And, you know, money was tight, and we didn't have extra money because we were going through a financial situation. Um, and I was still going to college. Well, my friend invited me to a party, and and it was a jewelry party. And, of course, in my head I go, I can't afford jewelry. I mean, why would I need jewelry? Like, before I didn't wear much jewelry. I didn't care for jewelry. Um, I like looking, you know, girly, but I didn't really care for it. So I told her I couldn't afford it. And she was like, well, it's only $5. And I was like, $5? It must be like junky jewelry. And she was like, well, let's just go look at it. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. I didn't have any money with me. I think I got uh, maybe $3 or so in my pocket. And I told myself I wasn't going to spend any money, maybe just, you know, just like people buy jewelry. So I went there, and Rachel Smith was doing the party. Um, And she was like showing all this jewelry and then she comes out and says, Oh, I have more jewelry and then she brings like boxes of more jewelry and I was just like I just stop and look at all the ladies going crazy over this five dollar jewelry and it was really cute. I mean the necklaces came with earrings 
And I just look and look at them, and I was like, man, this is a mine of gold because people are loving this jewelry. And I start asking her questions. She didn't even ask me about anything. I just started like, how much do you make? How much is commission? How much is it to get started? And I just started asking her a bunch of questions. And I was like, okay, I'm interested, but I don't have the money. Uh, what can I do to, you know, to get some money and get started? Do you have any thing to get, you know, some money, <laughs> you know, any way that I can get through this jewelry. Um, and I think I bought a few Starlet Shimmer because they were a dollar, and and that's it. And I couldn't get it off my head. So I started selling a bunch of stuff that I have. Like I gather for garage sales and I can get some cash. I asked her if I can do a basket party and earn maybe, you know, 10% towards my kit, and I did. I did everything that I could to get my kit. Back then, it was like $300. Once I started, I did my lunch party, and oh, my word. I didn't know anybody, just people from church and work, because I work as a work study at the college. And I did my first party. My apartment was so small. I mean, we couldn't even fit a cat. I'm just kidding. But we couldn't fit a lot of people. <laughs> So I was like, how in the world am I going to do a party if I can't fit anybody here? So I look at places, I ask my friends, and I did my first party at a museum. How cool is that? It was so awesome. And I didn't have to pay anything. She said, you can give a donation. Um, so I gave her some necklaces. <laughs> and it was so fun. I had 20 people come, and I stole around $400. It was my first party, and that was, um, I know that it was in, at the end of July. Um, but then, you know, I got into college. School just started in August, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to back off because I need to get into my studies. But then I started into Facebook, adding people. I didn't have friends, people. Okay, I didn't have anybody. I didn't know anybody, so I, I didn't have anybody on my Facebook account. So I had to start, like, all over. And I knew the only way that I can do this was through social media for now because I was working two jobs and I was going to school. So, of course, I would show it to people. And anyway, so in August, I got my refund from um, the school. It was $1,000. Now, I was like, I truly believe in this product. I know it will sell. I know I can make the money back. So I'm going to invest $1,000 without my husband knowing I'm investing $1,000. <laughs> my husband wanted to kill me, and and I told him, honey, I promise I'll get that money back, and, and which I did. I invested $1,000. I invested every single penny I had made, um, back into the business for six months. Now, in January, I was like, no, I don't have, you know, we had a tire that blew up, so we needed tires, and I had to give some of my money in there. But that was, you know, a blessing. Um, but I was serious uh, getting into the business in September, and I think I became a director in the month of November. I think I, it was officially in November that I was a director. Um, I recruited, I think, four people that month in in October. So then I was like, I don't know how to be a leader, but I'll do it. I mean, it's, I just wanted to sell the jewelry. It's, 
you know, I have such a passion for the jewelry because it's $5. Anybody can afford it. You don't feel guilty about telling people about it. You can say, hey, just skip a burger and buy a $5 necklace, and you'll look pretty many times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and I just love it. So the passion that I have for this is is amazing. The reason why I do paparazzi is because I want to help my family. I want to help other women know about this opportunity because it's a huge opportunity. I never thought in millions of years that I will be sitting here doing this full time, quitting my three jobs, and well, of course, I'm not going to school anymore. Um, I do want to take back some classes, but I'm so into paparazzi right now that um, even my husband changed his mind about it. He was like, we can do this together. I can quit my job. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is too much a little bit. <laughs> but I love it. And and I do it mainly um, for financial reasons. I want to be debt-free. And But the four years that I've been doing paparazzi, we can face so much in that um, we have been able to go into trips that I never thought. I mean, this year has been crazy. We've been traveling so much, and it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't through the business. And, you know, sometimes I can even go and get my nails done because just because I want to or feel like it. Um, there's no more pressure on do I have the money or even, you know, we have a bus ministry. We do a bus ministry in the church. And even if I want to, I can just say, let's go have pizza and spend $100 on the kids and not be, you know, not feel guilty about do I have enough uh, in my bank account? Will, will I have to go, you know, hungry if I have to pay a bill or something? So this is my full-time job, and and I love it. And and. This is why I do it. I love seeing other women find their financial freedom as well. That's beautiful. A couple things that I want to point out from your story, Andrea, is she had all of the objections that you commonly hear from your hostesses or from people wanting to join your team. Andrea had a small apartment. She didn't have any money. She was selling things at a yard sale to get money for her kit. She didn't know a lot of, of people. And, I mean, we're not talking somebody that just says that. She just moved to the country and didn't speak English. <laughs> like, I know. That was a pretty legit thing. And then <laughs> you didn't have a lot of time. You had two jobs and you were going to school. So she had all of those things. Usually you only get one or two from somebody that's thinking about joining or hosting a party, and they're like, well, I don't think I have enough time because I'm working two jobs. Like, Andrea had all of those things, and she still wanted to do paparazzi and believed in it enough that she figured it out, and she, look at her now, like, she's one of the elite leaders of paparazzi. So, people, you can do it. Get over the small apartment. Find a museum. Find a restaurant. Talk to a friend. Use the park. It's summertime. It's beautiful outside. But if you want to make it happen, you can make it happen. Um, Anything to add to that, Andrea? No, it's great. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it, especially with two jobs. I still, you know, people think that it was just, I was just at home and my husband working. No, I, before I quit paparazzi, I needed to make certain amount of money and it had to come every single month. And I told my husband, I will do it. And that's when I quit. And I was like, okay, I'm done. I can do this. <laughs> 
That's beautiful. Okay, so the next question is your worst paparazzi moment. Now, oh we're asking word. you this this question. I know I've gotten a little bit of flack from a little bit of kickback because, you know, we like to be positive. We don't like to think back to those bad moments. And But I love asking oh. the leaders especially this question because this, the consultants that are struggling and the consultants that are maybe having a moment of doubt with themselves, they love hearing that you guys have struggled too and seeing how oh, you've overcome that. So Absolutely. Take us to that minute. Draw us a picture. What was your worst paparazzi okay. moment? Okay, I remember because I tell this every single time I see somebody struggling because that was the moment I learned. I don't see uh, when we, you could say, fail at something. It's not about quitting. It's not about, you know, thinking about that moment. It's about learning and overcoming that uh, that situation. And I still remember my worst paparazzi moment. Um, it was we, I was so excited about paparazzi. I was doing social media. I was going out and telling everybody about paparazzi. I will pass out flyers to people at Walmart so that they can uh, either come to my party or buy paparazzi. And I remember I went two hours away um, for a show and it was $40. Um, it was a fashion show. I gave jewelry to all the girls that were rocking the wrong way then. And Bye. I was supposed to sit up. And I was excited. It was my first event. And I was. I told my husband, honey, it's going to be great. People here have money. And we're going to sell this $5 jewelry. And I sat up and I was excited. There were a lot of vendors there. Um in that moment, uh, I think one of the necklaces broke. <laughs> well, you know, people say that it broke, but it was just loose. I don't call it yeah. broke, okay, because it's fixable. Something that is not fixable, then it's broken. Um, so it was fixable, and and I was kind of ashamed a little bit, but how I reacted to it is different. I was like, oh, I can fix this or just get another necklace. Um, so I didn't, you know, make a big deal out of it. So... At the end, when they finished the Rock the Runway thing and people were leaving, they will not even stop by the vendors. I think it was a few that were just looking. It was at the mall, and nobody will buy anything. I think I only sold a necklace and a bracelet, and my brother was with me. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's $10 that I just made that it's not, you know, I just lost 40 bucks. I lost two hours going, two hours I need to go back and gas. You know, it was expensive. And I was just like, oh, my word. It was horrible. What am I going to tell my husband? What am I going to tell this is a failure? I didn't sell anything but two things. I lost all the necklaces I gave away to the girls. It was horrible. And, And as I was driving home, uh, my brother was like, you know, you had to pack all the jewelry. You had to pack all the stands. It's a lot of work, people. And, and he was helping me. I was mad. I was like, how in the world did I just come here, all the way from here? So when I got home, it was like midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning. And I don't like driving at night. I even had a... <laughs> okay, this is how bad Andrea is, okay? Andrea is so funny. <laughs> Because 
um, I didn't know how to drive when I first came to this country. So, because we don't use the cars there because it's so expensive in Peru. Like, you have to be a millionaire to get a car. Um, so, we ride the bus or we walk. So, uh, anyway, so I was driving and, <laughs> and the police guy uh, pulled something, somebody over. But that guy was in front of me. So, I pulled over <laughs> and I was behind <laughs> the police car. You can't be behind the police car. It was hilarious. So another police car comes behind me, and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I saw he pull me over. And he was like, oh, just go home. And I was like, oh, and we just started laughing. And I was like, this is the worst. Oh, my goodness. So I told my husband that I didn't make any money. And, and the police, and I pulled behind a police car. And he was like, oh, my word. And and the only thing he said, this is what I remember, this it's fine. Just don't do it again. <laughs> it's okay. Just keep going. And I was like, okay. So it it was it was the worst paparazzi moment because I didn't make any money and I drove four hours. You know, it was just horrible. And there's gonna be times that there are gonna be events that are not gonna go the way that you wanted. But what I learn about events is that you gotta go with the set of mind that you're gonna book parties and you're gonna find a lot of people that you can have contacts with and that you're going to follow up. That's what I learned about events. I was like, I'm not going to worry about uh, if I'm going to sell above making my, you know, money back. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to book parties. And since I had that mindset back then, it was amazing. It was like, okay, you know, you weren't feeling courage. You were like, oh, I made, you know, I book a party or, and I knew that's where the money was going to be. And then in July of that year, 2013, I found the county fair and I made, um, it cost me $150 for seven days. And I was really like, oh, I better not do it. You know, it's $150. <laughs> and then, uh, so I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I sold, I think a thousand dollars and I booked 20 parties at that fair. So I'm like, you know, you just got to keep looking for the right event and you just got to get out there. You have to have a mindset of, um, you're going to book party instead of selling a bunch because that's what events are. You have to get your name out. You have to get to know people and you get a main, you know, make contacts. And if you sell a lot, then it's great. But you, you, I don't know, you can't just base that on that. Unless you have been doing it for years, you know, the same event. Like I love county fairs and state fairs. So that was my worst paparazzi moment. That is a great point, though. People can tell when you're desperate for a sell. They can tell when you need to make the money. It just it comes through somehow in your body language or something. They can sense that. But when you're focusing exactly. on the parties, like, the cells are going to come more naturally. You're going to get business on top of what you're already getting at that event. Like, you're extending your business. So it's exactly. just kind of a win-win. Such a great point. Okay, and you have to have going. a really good attitude because they will yeah. sense that. If you're going to sit on your bottom and just look mad because somebody else did something or you didn't get a good spot or they book another paparazzi 
consultant, even though you told them they can't have another one. Um, there's, people are going to sense that, and your attitude is going to show. So you got to be smiling. you got to be, you know, standing up and, and talking to people. I just, you know, it's just people's skills, I guess. <laughs> It's so true. Like, I can't tell you how many events I do where I go as a vendor and I go walk around really quick and there's that lady with her arms folded in the back of her booth with the grumpy face on just kind of glaring at everybody that goes by and you're like, ooh, I don't even want to talk from you. (laughs) I know. So be sure and have your smile on and be, I mean, even if it's a fake smile and you have had a crappy day, Keep your smile on your face because if you fake it till you make it, then exactly. you will be happy and, and it will be a good thing. <laughs> Don't be the grumpy lady. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what is a habit that you would say contributes to your success? I believe it's consistency. Consistency is a huge key, and, and we hear it over and over and over again. You gotta be consistent. You gotta keep doing it. But it's so true. I mean, I can't emphasize that anymore than what I'm. You know, I always say to my team members. But um, like for example, what would have happened? You know, when you get your team members, you create your uh, team group, and you post it every single day. You post quotes. You post things that are going to help them, but nobody else likes anything or comments under your, you know, your pictures and stuff. It can get discouraged. You'll be like, oh, I'm a horrible leader. Nobody's looking at everything that I'm saying. And and the way that you need to look at it is if you stop posting, um, they're going to look at it. They're going to look at those posts. Um, but if you stop posting, they're going to be like, oh, she just quit or she's not doing anything because you're the backbone of this business for them. If you stop doing something, they're going to stop. And it's the same thing with businesses. I know um, when I first started Papa in 2012, I created my VIP group. Back then, they didn't have Facebook parties. So I will post every single day, every single day, no matter what. I wouldn't you know, I wouldn't attack them with tons of jewelry, but I will post quotes, I will post um, things that happen every day, you know, what am I wearing today, look at the good earrings, look what I just got, and, you know, things like that, fashion tips, and you have to be consistent. Every single day you have to work your business, no matter how many hours you have. Like, I only had two hours to work my business when I was going to school and working. So I will put those two hours in full and post, post, post every single day. Now, for example, it's been four years now since I have my VIP group. Well, in May we had a lot of a lot of issues. We were actually this year we have been I have been traveling a lot, so it, it's been hard me keeping up with posting every single day. So in May we went to Alaska and then we found out that Danny. Um, had cancer, and that kind of put me off, and I didn't post for a whole two weeks. And people, you know, they were like, where's Andrea? (laughs) They were wondering, where's Andrea? And I I didn't tell anything because I didn't post anything, but it was was a really hard, tough situation. But even then, you got to keep posting. So what I did 
Well, we found out that Danny doesn't have cancer anymore. Yay! And so I came back. (laughs) Boo! I was like, did you miss me? Um, To my customers. And they were really, they were really nice. They were like, we were paying for you. We were following everything you posted. And and they're back. And and I'm doing a, a huge sale this month. And I'm having some parties booked, you know, getting back into it. Um, but I love it. You have to be consistent in everything. You cannot just stop. And people stop usually on the summer, and that's when they do not need to stop. They can't stop on the summer because if you stop on the summer, because every set, everybody says, oh, the summer is just low, low on sales. Well, that's just, it depends. It's up to you. I was looking at yesterday, I was looking at my numbers, and in July I ordered over – a thousand PV, um, and I was like, "Who's saying that? <laughs> you know, June and July need to be slow. It's up to you. Um, so how you treat those months is gonna tell you how your fall is gonna come. You know, whenever August comes and September, you're gonna be stronger if you stay stronger on the summer um, months. So." I think consistency is the key for any business. You just got to keep going no matter how you feel. Uh, same with team members. You got to consistently keep up with <laughs> And you got to follow up with people. Oh, my word. Yeah, there's a lot of things. <laughs> there's a lot of good habits. It's what I call the shiny object syndrome. Like, I do it in my life. I do it in my paparazzi mm-hmm. business. Somebody will be like, oh, my gosh, have you tried this? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's so exciting. It's a shiny thing. And so I go do that, or I look at that, or I hear somebody say to me, oh, have you tried the new way to do Facebook parties? And even though I'm really successful with the way I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, if they're finding success there, I better go try it that way too. And I think Mm -hmm. it's really easy to jump like that and think, oh, if they have success that way, then it needs to be that way. So what I'm going to say to everybody listening to paparazzi is, if you have something that works, stick with it and be consistent. Mm-hmm. And if somebody else is finding success some other way, good for them. But don't be changing how you're doing things. Don't be looking at the newest and the greatest shiny objects. I mean, stay up to date on, like, technology and stuff. But don't jump from one thing to the next to the next when you're consistent. No. Your customers are going to love that, and they're going to they're gonna count on that. And your, your consultants and people that are even thinking about being a hostess or a customer or a consultant, they need that consistency from you so that they know what's the best thing to do. And, I mean, it's an example thing, right? Right. And it's just something, you know, when they see you in person, how are they going to believe that this is really a business? How are they going to take you seriously if you're just not doing what you're supposed to like at church, people? (laughs) People see a different Andrea. I guess not. I'm just crazy. But they see me, and and I guess I'm I'm nice, and I'm not stuck up, or you know, I don't look down on people. So they're like, you know, but I'm I'm seriously like very. Um, I I do make money with paparazzi, and. And they're like, oh, my goodness, I never thought you could make so much money with paparazzi. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I work at home. But when you say you work at home, they think you're playing with jewelry and stuff. And it's not true. You do work. (laughs) a lot of work in your head. (laughs) 
so, uh, so you know, true. They're gonna see that. They're gonna see if you keep posting about your success with paparazzi. If you're gonna, if you're selling the jewelry, they're gonna see everything that you do. And and how do you think Andrea has the biggest parties on Facebook? Because Andrea keeps doing, keeps working her network, and she keeps, you know. And people think that I just do Facebook parties, but I don't. Um, I do. I love home parties. The only thing I hate about home parties is setting up for events. <laughs> but I love doing them, and I do them. I have a big calendar full of events right now, but I do them. Um, but everybody knows me because I'm very consistent on Facebook. That's that's where I work. You know, you work on Facebook <laughs> and paparazzi. Well, but, everybody can see that because it's online, so they know that you're there. It's harder for them to see you going to a home party. Yeah. Uh, a quick correlation I want to draw with what we were just talking about is I'm not a big gambler, so you might get that in this analogy, but I think it is so it's just right on point with what we're talking about. So if you're in Las Vegas and you are at one of the tables and you are killing it, like you are every single time winning $1,000, winning $1,500, winning $800, are you suddenly going to pick up and, like, walk away and go to the table where everybody's losing? Like, of course you're not. You're going to keep, you're going to stay there and you're going to keep winning because every single time you are winning. Like, it's not even actually gambling because you're just winning. It would be ridiculous to pick up and go to the other table and go to another table and another table where people are losing or it's a 50-50 shoe or whatever because you know where you're at you're winning. So same thing with your paparazzi business. If you found what works, stick to it. Double down with where you're at with what you're doing and keep your success going. Don't pick up and go somewhere or try something that you don't know that you're going to have success in, like how you do your Facebook parties. Don't all of a sudden change your format because you heard that this is the new way to do it. Or jump over Mm -hmm. to Periscope. Instead of If you're established on Facebook and doing your Facebook parties that way, don't just drop all of that and go to Periscope because you don't know if it's going to work the same. Now, I'm not saying not to try new things, but don't just abandon what you're doing for new things. Right. Um, Okay, so let's jump to the next question here. If you could suggest one thing to a a consultant who is just starting out in their paparazzi business, what what advice would you give them? Oh, my gosh. It'll be true. Investing. <laughs> invest. I guess it'll be invest. Because since I said the habit that you need to have is consistency, I won't say it again. But invest. I mean, they have to invest. If you have a a huge inventory, then people are more most likely to go with you because you have a big selection. And it's hard. It is hard. Believe me, it's hard. I didn't have money, and I invested for six months. My husband was about to kill me because he was like, I'm not seeing any money. And I told him, honey, after I'm done, then you will see money because then I don't have to invest anymore. All I have to do is put the jewelry that I sold back, you know. So I invested until I had 900 pieces. I wanted 900. I don't know why I didn't want 1,000, but I wanted 900 pieces. And, And once I did that, it was so easy. Like, I didn't have to worry about if I had two home parties, I was going to run out of inventory. Or back then, I used to do my Facebook parties with my inventory. Um, And I still do some. When I do my flash sales, I use my inventory. 
And, you know, so you have to have inventory to sell. You can't do a party with 35 pieces. You can't do a party with 100. I mean, it'll be easier to do a bucket party. But you just need inventory. What if a lot of people tell you, what if out of the blue somebody says, I want to do a firm racing with you, and you need, like, oh, my goodness, 500 pieces. Where are you going to come out with that? They're going to go with somebody else because you don't have them. And any businesses, you have to invest, any kinds of business. So grow up. This is your business. What is it that you're going to choose to do? Um, you know, are you going to just whine because you don't? And then people, oh, my goodness, they make money, and then they don't invest it anymore. They use it for something else, and now they're out of money, and they only have 30 pieces. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, it will be invest. Invest, invest. And I'm not saying just invest. you got to sell it. you got to sell it. You can just invest. As you're going, you know, as you're going to invest, you know, start selling it, put it back, selling it, put it back until um, you have the amount that you want. So that would be my biggest one. And don't quit. I mean, you can't just give up. But we talk about that in the beginning. So I'm kind of giving you a lot. <laughs> Love it. Okay, next one. What would you suggest to a consultant who is feeling stuck in their business? What is one thing you would tell them to to do to, I don't know, get their paparazzi business rocking again? I would say start over. And it sounds harsh, but if you're not hitting director anymore, you had director once, and you're not hand director anymore, then start over. I My goal every single month is to recruit uh, five people and to sell, you know, at least a 1,000 PV. And you just got to, every single month you have to have goals. You have to, you know, if your team members are not working anymore, because it's going to happen, that uh, you know that out of those 20 people that you have recruited, only one will be maybe only one will be the one that's going to be uh, taking the business to the next level. So I have personally sponsored 160. Do you think those 160 are active? No. Do you think those people that are on my team took me to producer, are the them that took me to premier uh, producer or to executive producer? No. They didn't take me there. I mean, they weren't the same people because people quit. People give up. People don't want to struggle anymore. People don't, they don't want to take um, this business, to, you know, to the next, go to the next mile, go to the next mm-hmm. step because they are facing trials. But in any kind of work, you're going to face trials. But then their lives will come out. Yay! And well, can you imagine, I mean, just seriously, can you imagine Oh, and this is out of the blue, but okay. So, Andrea had director in November of 2012. Andrea tried to hit premier director. Back then it was director, premier director, and then producer. Uh, now it has changed. But Andrea wanted to hit premier director. Andrea wanted it so bad, and she worked really hard for over a year. Andrea cannot hit premier director. In 2013, in December, November, Andrea hit producer, from director to producer. Can you imagine wow. if Andrea would have stopped? 
Yeah, can you imagine if Andrea would have stopped because she couldn't hear Premier Director? Because she couldn't get there because one of her legs was bigger. Um, and she couldn't hit it. And it was so hard because she wanted it so bad. And, and boom, it just happened. Producer, oh! And I was like, what? You know, it was crazy. But I don't know. I still think if I was back, if I could have just stopped in the middle of it, Andrea would have never quit his job. Andrea would have never um, made the money that she's making right now. I still remember in February of 2000, I think it was 2015, when I made, when I sold 1,000 pieces in one month. It was my first month that I sold 1,000 pieces, and Andrea made a check of over 3,000. <laughs> it was awesome, and it was all because of sales. And it was exciting because as a person, you feel rewarded because you're doing it. You know, when you're working with your team and you hit all this uh, ranks, executive and producer and all of those, your team got you there. And, you, yeah, it's true that you have been working with your team, but they got you there. But when you sell so much or you hit life of the party, it's such a rewarding feeling because you did it. You made it happen. You saw all those pieces. So I like both. <laughs> so I try my best, even though I'm a, an executive producer now. It doesn't stop me from selling, except for last month. Last month was a bummer, but that was because I was on focus. But you get back to it when you're on your, you know, I was on my funk, I guess, because I was going through so much. I was feeling stressed. But I know what I need to do, so go back to basics and start doing them again. Um, and, st- and stop looking for new ways to earn money. Just, like, honestly, you know, stop looking for new ways. Do something that works for you and keep doing it, keep doing it, and keep doing it. So I love that. And don't give up because you never know when success yeah. is around the next corner. Like, there is this image that I love, and I'm going to include it in the show notes because it is just, like, it's one of my inspirational things that I look at all the time. There's these two guys with these mining axes. Yeah. Have you seen this one? (laughs) Yeah, I love it. They're digging away, digging away, and the guy at the bottom, he is dragging his little axe thing behind him, and he's walking away, and you see this little sliver of dirt between him and all of these diamonds. And then the guy at the top is just straight dirt, and he is going at it. You just can tell he's not going to quit. And it says, don't give up. You never know how close you are to success. And it is so true. You never know when you are going to go from director to producer in one month. That is so awesome. I love that. Hey, just a couple more really quick questions here. What is a quote that inspires you? If you put that first and then your family and then your career, everything is in order. If you have them in order, then it will take you to, you know, it will make you happy. It's not about the money now. It's about seeing other people succeed and and being able to quit their jobs and do what you're doing. It's not about the money. It's about, you know, now you got to the point, you know, of course you want, I want my husband to quit his job and just do this with me, and, and it will happen. But as long as I put that first and I keep my family together and then I do my paparazzi business like, you know, anything, you know, I put everything into it, then I think everything will fall where it's supposed to fall. you got to yeah. have that balance. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. get 
off kilter because, you know, paparazzi's meant to accentuate their lives and make it better. You don't want it to throw everything else out of whack because then the, the people important in your life are going to start screaming at you. And, I mean, not literally, but, you know, <laughs> they're going to need attention if you ignore them. So find that balance. That's perfect. What is a book that you would say is a must-read and why? Okay, I have a lot of them. Um, but right now I am reading, I'm reading John Maxwell, and it's about growth. But then the other one will be Eric War. Hopefully I'm saying his last name right. Eric W-O-R-R-E. And, oh, my goodness, when I read his book, his GoPro, um, and when I read his story, I was like, oh, my word, this is so true. It's about leadership and how it is that you need to deal with people. Because, seriously, at first I thought that I was a bad leader. I, I thought that I wasn't giving the tools. I wasn't helping people uh, get to where they wanted. And I was blaming myself as a leader because they weren't getting to where I wanted them to be. But you can't. As a leader, you need to learn, and I've learned the hard way, that you can't give people success. You can't do it for them. You can't uh, do everything that you tell them to do for them. You can only give them the tools, and if they, do, and if they choose to do it, then yay them. <laughs> but if they don't, you can't blame yourself, and you have to work with people that want it. Just like you, you, ha- you can't be investing your time in people that are so negative and that keep putting excuses on everything. And yes, you're not going to find go-getters um, if you don't go find them every single month. Um, so I learned that, you know, we have a product that sells. We have a five-dollar product that sells, and and we have a product. Everybody has the same product that we have. Okay. But how you present it is different. Why is it, let's say, if I were to, uh, there's a bottle, and between me and another consultant that's not as uh, happy as I am, <laughs> and she's like involved, I don't know, okay? And, and a person had to choose, the customer had to choose who she needs to go with. And let's say this consultant doesn't have the inventory that I have, because right now I have around 1,500 pieces, 2,000. Um, I got a addictive. <laughs> so she doesn't have the inventory I have. And she doesn't have, I guess, the charisma that I have, the excitement, even though on my bad days I'm, I'm excited. And, 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 and yes, yeah, sometimes I do fake it, you know, when I don't feel good because I want my customers to be excited about what I'm showing. So I'm going to present it differently than her. I'm going to be like, oh, my goodness, $5. Look at this. Oh, and I'll put it on her. I'll show it, you know, I'll show her on the mirror. So it'll be different how I present it. Then we have the same compensation plan, and we judge people, and we say, uh, why are they making more money than I am, or why are they their business is growing so much. We have the same compensation plan. We might be different colors. We might be men or women. But we still have the same compensation plan. Why are you not making it work? And the third thing, it's up to you if you're going to choose to keep going, no matter if your leader is helping you, if your leader is 
better, um, you have to do it yourself. I didn't depend on my leader. I didn't depend on nobody uh, but my family and God. I just, you know, and myself, I depended on me. And I was like, I, I've got to get this. I'm going to get it. I'm going to sell a thousand pieces. I'm going to do this. Uh, and I, you know, it was because I wanted it. And I wanted it. I didn't depend on nobody. So it's it's really up to you. And you can depend on your leaders. I am sad. If you have a horrible sponsor or somebody that uh, that doesn't know as much, but their role is just to give you the tools that you need. They can only tell you what you can do and give you ideas, but it's not up to them if you're successful or not. Because I seriously, I was like, oh, it was that moment when I realized, okay, I can only give them the tools. I can only care for them, but I can't invest my time on people that don't. I'm not going to do anything with the business, you know? So it was harsh, but, yeah. That would be Great. one of well, my recommendations. Um, that was a really good book. <laughs> and it's a really perfect. good read. And any, um, any John Maxwell's books are great. And you can go in onto YouTube as well. I watch a lot. Every single day, I watch... A YouTube video that's going to motivate me and help me to be a better reader. That's great. We'll have I'll have the links to both of those books in the show notes so everybody can check them out because they sound simply amazing. <laughs> now, last question, Andrea. What is a parting piece of guidance for us? Oh, my goodness. Go to convention. <laughs> <laughs> yay! <laughs> yay! Okay, so um, okay, you're not going to believe this, but I didn't go to convention until last year was my first year of convention. And I've been with my property almost, yeah, four years, I think. Oh, my word. The energy, the excitement, it was just amazing. The people helping you, nobody judging you. But it was awesome. If you can spend money on going to convention, it's so worth it. You get excited. This is a new product. This is a new line. And then you can come back and tell your customers about it, tell your team members about it, and everybody will get excited. Uh, it's, it's just great. It's it's amazing. I remember um, I went to convention last year, and I bought 500 pieces. It was double. Like, it was um, five necklaces, because they only had 100 pieces. <laughs> so I had to yeah. buy, like, five of each. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm going to get stuck with so many. But I was like, I don't care. I'm doing it. Uh, and I think uh, I think I told my husband to lend me $2,500, and that was to pay for everything, convention, uh, the trip, and everything. And I told him I was going to pay him back within a week after convention. And, oh, my gosh, the pressure. It was awesome. It was so much adrenaline. I was like, okay, I'm buying 500 pieces. I'm going to sell them, and I'm going to make twelve hundred dollars back, and I'm not going to have to pay anything. <laughs> so I I had a party uh, the week after I came back. Before that, I did a periscope and a video uh, showing them all the jewelry that I just bought. I even took a picture of the guy. They had to give me, like, two big boxes because I was taking it home. We were driving home. And I come back, I think we sold oh, 500 and some pieces at my party on Facebook. And within 
three days. It was so awesome. And people were like, I want to see more. I thought you were going to have more variety, but you could see, like, so, 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 so. And it was, like, extra souls I didn't have anymore. And I was like, man, this is crazy. It was so cool. So I guess, you know, uh, I'm the kind of person that puts goals ahead of me. Every single month I have goals. Um, and my goal is, like, to be the month before. Um, but I always have to, like, recruit five people. But the thing is, Andrea, I guess I don't get discouraged if I don't hit it because I'm a step closer than I was the month before. So when I don't recruit five people but I recruit three, I'm still having a party. Uh, when I don't sell um, a 1,000 pieces but I sell, like, 700, I'm still having a party. So... And that's the kind of person that I am, I guess. Not everybody's that way. Some people get depressed, and I'm like, I know. But I don't. I'm like, I'm doing this. So You got that. Uh, I love yeah, guys, that is mm-hmm. the best advice ever. Go to convention. Like, the first year that I was with paparazzi, I signed up two months before. I was literally... During the opening ceremony, I was literally having my daughter in the hospital. Like, I was giving birth <laughs> at oh the exact moment convention started. So there was not really any possible way I could go to that convention. And I sat in my hospital room, and I cried because I wanted to be at convention Aww. so bad. And I was watching everything on Facebook and everybody on my phone, and I was just so sad. So I was determined to go that second year. And I did, and I made it there. And when I got there and I was sitting in my seat for the opening ceremony and everything started and just the energy and the excitement. And, I mean, it's not just hype people. Like, this is soul-infusing excitement. I was sitting there and I just started crying. And I'm not a crier. Like, I think I just said I cried, like, three times in that sentence. But I am not a crier. Mm-hmm. When my husband sees me crying, he knows something's truly wrong. So I'm sitting in the opening ceremony trying to dance, but I am just crying because I knew that it was life-changing and you will feel the exact same way if you go to the convention. It will totally transform your life. I think my husband even a week or two after convention, that first one that we made it to, he even came with me that year. Um, But it was two weeks later and he said, you know what, you're a different person after convention. Like you can tell that fire is under you. Like People aren't just saying that it's life-changing. People aren't just talking about this because it's hype. Like, you got to get there. It will change your businesses. So that was the best advice, the best parting wisdom that you could have given us. Thank you, Andrea. Um, And thank you you for coming on the call today. Thank you for taking your time to share with all of paparazzi your wisdom and experience. I know this is going to be one of the top listened to calls on the Paparazzi Stars podcast because – we can just fill your love for everybody. We can fill your love for the business and for the jewelry. And I think it's it's contagious. People are going to love this. So thank you. Well, thank you, Anu.